Good morning to you. Happy Monday. Back at it again. Beginning of our work week. We choose to walk in the peace of God. We are going to choose to continue to press ahead. When those triggers come. When those triggers come. When those people come that irritate us on purpose. When those triggers come from that person who may not know that they are a trigger. They may not know that them being negative with you and pointing every flaw out. They may not know that that is a trigger for you. They may not know that that triggers you. It compels you to be combative with them. But because of the Holy Spirit that's on the inside of you, you choose to overlook it. When those triggers come, when they offer you an extra burrito at work, when they offer you the opportunity to come and come on girl, let's just go and, and sit. You know, we're just gonna go get something to eat. We're not gonna do much. You ain't even gotta dress up. You don't even have to put on no stick as me and my sissy do call it. Not lipstick, but stick. You ain't even gotta put on no stick, girl. Just go ahead and come on with us. But for you, you know that that is a trigger because God has delivered you from idle conversation. He's delivered you from wasting your time around people who they're not going anywhere. They don't care that they're not going anywhere. They're not seeking God for a plan and a purpose on their lives. But because God has called you up higher, that's a trigger for you. And you don't want to go back to being idle. You don't want to go back to being involved in conversations that don't give God glory. That's your trigger. So when those triggers come today to easily beset you, you're going to choose to say, no, thank you. I'll pass. And how many of you know who that very famous phrase comes from? No, thank you. I'll pass. Those of you that listen to me on a regular, who does that famous phrase come from? I'll see if you can figure it out. If you figure out who it is, text me and tell me who that famous line comes from. But this morning, I am, I, I am just, I'm determined. I'm determined when I can't feel it, when I can't see it, when I can't touch it, when it's no place in my view, when it's no place in my view, I push and I press to continue to excel in praise, excel in worship, excel in being bigger and better and greater than I was the day before. Because when I can't see it, but I continue to trust him, that's faith. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. I want to say to you this morning, beware, beware. And this is another nugget. This is another moment of wisdom that God allowed me to be privy to from my sissy do. And she said to me, she said, people want bits and pieces of us. They want bits and pieces of us. And of course, she elaborated because she knew that she knows that I'm a sponge. And she said they want they want us the example that I'm going to use. You can be in a relationship. You can be dating someone. You can be married to someone. You can perhaps even have your best friend if it's your homegirl. And they want bits and pieces of you. 
Beware of people who only want bits and pieces of you. They want you to look pretty on their arm when they take you around their homeboys. But when it's time for you to give them loving, corrective balance, when it's time for you to show them a more excellent way, they don't want to hear your voice. They want you to be that girlfriend that can go and kick it with them, that can go and be ghetto with them, that or then perhaps you can go with them and you can liven up the room for them. You're the person that everybody wants at their party. But when it's time for you to sit down with that homegirl and say, you know what, we've been doing this for a minute. You know, I've been going with you. You've been asking me to go with you. And, you know, I sit there the whole time. It's really not my, it's really not my cup of tea. It's really not my bag. It's really not, you know, what I, it's not what I get down to. And I sit there with you because you're my homegirl. But the whole time God is dealing with me about you. God is dealing with me about our relationship and how it needs to grow to a more successful level. But then that home girl, the same one who wants to take you every place, she'll say, girl, I ain't trying to hear that. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. You know, just because you want God all up in, your, in the center of your life don't mean I want him. People want bits and pieces of you. Even with, I, I even see people with that who have children grown children. They want bits and pieces of you. They want you to pay their cell phone bill. They want you to pay their their car note. They want you to let them bring anybody and everybody to the family gathering. But then when it's time for you to correct them, when it's time for you to love on them through correction, they don't want to hear that. They want they want your gifts, but they don't want your correction. Beware of people who only want bits and pieces of you. Let me give you an example. I fellowship at um, I fellowship at a church with a, a group of like-minded believers, and I'm telling you, it's it's uh, it's been refreshing for me. And that that speaks nothing negatively about my past. My past uh, group of uh, believers that I fellowship with, great people. But you have to be where God places you to be. And so now where I'm at, we laugh, we have a good time, we get the word. And so the pastor said one day over the pulpit, he said, you know, basically you need to bring your Bible. You know, cell phones are okay, but you need to not get away from the actual word of God, the the, the physical book, literally the book, the Bible in your hand, bring it to church. So I could have gotten all thrown out of whack. I could have like taken full offense to that and said, oh, how dare he tell me because I, but you know, I said, you, and I, I said, he's right. He's correct. My spirit bear witness with him because I love, I enjoy giving people their flowers when they need them. I love to give people their just desserts when they need them. And so I accepted that and I said, you know what? He's right. And so I could have said, I want him to make me laugh. I want him to, to feed my flesh. I want him to just coddle me and, and tell me everything that my itching ears want to hear. But then when it's time to be corrected, no, I don't, I don't want that. Beware of people who only want bits and pieces of you. So when the pastor said that, I accepted it 
Because if I hadn't have accepted what the truth was that he spoke out of his mouth, that could have been a perfect example of me only wanting bits and pieces of the pastor, the one who is held responsible for feeding our souls the truth and the word of God. So beware of people who only want bits and pieces of you. If you're in any kind of relationship and they only want your bag, and that just simply means they want your treasures, they want your luxuries, they want your money. If that's all that they want, and they don't want you to show them a more excellent way, which is the word of God, which is kingdom living, then you have to rethink if that is a relationship that you're in that gives God glory. Beware of people who only want bits and pieces of you. And the last thing I think I want to say to you today is this. <clears throat> Beware of people who constantly tell you, you need to hurry up and get over that. You need to hurry. How much longer are you going to cry over that? How much longer are you going to sit there and, and, and just rethink and relive? Let me, let me say that to everything, there is a time and a place. So there's a time to cry. There's a time to heal. There's a time to process. There's a time for everything to take place. There's a time for everything to end. And only you and God know when that time is up. A great man of God, Pastor Ronaldo Bircher said, to everything there is an expiration date. Everything, everything, everything. There's a time to be, there, there's a time to laugh. There's a time to cry. There's a time to build. There's a time to tear down. There's a time to be, there's a time to be overweight. There's a time to lose weight. There's a time to be overweight and unhealthy. And there's a time to lose weight and be fit. So there's a time for everything. There's a time for everything. And so if you've been hurt, if you've been damaged by life, by a loved one, by a church, by someone on your job, if you're a parent and you've been hurt by your children, there's a time for you to process all of that. There's a time for you to mourn. There's a time for you to think about what you could have done differently. There's a time to think about, you know, maybe I shouldn't have sewn into that. Maybe I shouldn't have, maybe I shouldn't have been part of that conversation. There's a time for you that God's going to give you. He's going to give me to process that whole hurtful situation. When you should have ignored the phone call, when you should have said, you know what? No, I know you want to take me out on a date, but no, thank you. I'll pass. There's a time for you to cry. There's a time for you to Pull the shades down and, and just, just weep, just cry. There's a time for you to worship God with nothing but your tears. There's a time for all of that. So don't let anybody tell you that you need to hurry up. You need to hurry up and get over that. Just because other people process things differently than you do, than I do, their time limit is not our time limit. And sometimes... It is not that they are, their timing is different than ours. It may not even be that, which it their timing is, is different than ours. Yes, it is. But for them and their heart, it's just because they're so hard-hearted. Nothing, they walk around like nothing hurts them. They can lose a child. It doesn't hurt them. 
they hurry up and they process it. They can lose a parent. They hurry up and, and, and you know, they, they process it in two days and they're over it. You go through a breakup and you they're dating someone else the next week. And let me say this. This is just, this is free right here. The way to get over somebody is not to get under somebody else. The way to get over one breakup is not to go and get underneath somebody else. Let me say it again. The way to get over a relationship that went awry, that was broken, it ended, it broke your heart, it tore you to pieces, is not to go get underneath somebody else. I thank the Lord. I thank God that he has given us the choice to choose him. When things go wrong, you can even put that, you can apply it to your job. You can apply it to your friendships. You can apply it to your family life. You break, you and a family member, y'all fall out. That's not the time for you to go and cling to another one who's going to hear your side of the story, who's going to hear your side of the story, but you're not going to tell them what you did. So when something goes wrong in one relationship, that doesn't mean that you need to go and cling to someone else. The person that you need to cling to, who you need to run to is God. Who you need to run to is God. And that compels me to bring this up. The death of Kevin Samuels. I really didn't know that much about him. Someone told me to go and, and listen to him and I did and quite honestly I couldn't stomach him I, I couldn't and so I heard of his passing that's someone's child to my understanding his mother is still alive that 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 he was someone's child and so for that reason I pray for his mother that she's okay that she can process this whole thing but I began to think about it and I was having the discussion with my husband and I said, you know what? I said, could it be that this man has so many followers, women just going to him, looking for an answer, going to him saying, oh, you know, and I can just imagine, I keep meeting the wrong man. My, my marriage is on the, the rocks. I go from one man to one man. How come I can't have a successful relationship? And they went to this man I'm, millions of people, women, you know, he had followers and stuff because they were looking for an answer and they were looking for an answer from this man who to me in my mind, this is just my opinion. He was, he was rude in his opinion. He was tactless in his opinion. It almost came across as cruel in my opinion this is just my opinion and women were going to him for healing but to me in my opinion it seems like he ripped them further apart and some of what I heard him say it wasn't what he said it was how he said it so could it be that God said oh they're so y'all gonna go to a man Y'all going to put a man on a pedestal? Y'all are going to lift a man up on a pedestal? Y'all are going to go to him instead of coming to me? Oh, well, let me just show y'all something else. 
And I'm going to just let y'all read in between the lines. Because God said that he's a jealous God and he will have no other God before him. That means, I don't care what your God is. If it's your car, it's, God's not going to have it before him. If it's your home, God's not going to have it before him. If it's your job, God's not going to have it before him. And so could it be that God got upset and he said, I'm getting ready to tear this golden idol, this golden calf, this golden statue. I'm getting ready to tear it down. I'm getting ready to tear down y'all's mantelpiece. I'm getting ready to tear down what I, where I'm supposed to be seated in your heart, in your life, because I'm a jealous God and I have no other God before me. So I want to say to you that when you're hurting, when you're going through, when you're stressing, when your relationship is on the rocks, you go to God. You go to God. And when you are hurting, you have your time to process. Don't automatically run to a man. Don't automatically run to someone else. Try God first. Try God first and see where he tells you to go. But you go through your process. You go through your healing. Because nobody knows how many sleepless nights you had. Nobody knows the pain that was in your heart when that thing happened to you. Nobody no, nobody else can feel your embarrassment. Nobody else can feel that sense of, of hurt and torment that you went through. So when people are quick to tell you, you need to hurry up and get over that. They don't know how high that thing was. They don't know how high that thing had been built up. They don't know how high that mountain was. They don't know how you had built up that relationship so high only to be torn down by someone who never had your best interest at heart anyway. And it ripped you apart. So be careful. Be mindful of people who tell you you need to hurry up and get over that. You pray and you ask God to tell you, God, tell me when, tell me when you, when my morning time is over. Because God, I don't want to linger in this for too long. And the timing that God gives you is between you and him. How dare you tell a person that they should be done mourning the loss of a child? How dare you? Have you ever lost a child? And if you did... And if you mourn for six months, but this person is mourning for two years, that's between them and God. Your only position is to love them completely through their mourning process. And if it takes from now until forever, guess what? God is right there with them because God says that he's close to the brokenhearted, but the proud he knows from afar. So I hope I've said something this morning to you that has just blessed you, that it has helped you. It has encouraged you because it is my honor to pour into you what God has poured into me. Pass this podcast to two people who need encouragement. Surrender your life to Christ. Be kind to somebody today just because somebody that's outside of your normal. And then know that better, greater. It is sooner, not later. You guys be blessed. Know that I love you. Pray for me and I will pray for you. Until next time, bye-bye.